Chapter 32 The Fellowship of the Meaningful and Joyful Sufferers in Christ The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God, and of children than heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. For I reckon that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory with which shall be revealed in us. Romans 8, 16 through 18. Those of the first wave happily belong to the fellowship of the meaningful and joyful sufferers in Christ. They who were born with an understanding that we must crash and burn at least once, if not many times, during our mortal so sojourn. By so doing, they gain a heart and mind understanding that we must die at least once, if not multiple times, to someday have a fullness of joy in Him, per Doctrine and Covenants 101, 35-37. As part of our noble birthright, we learn by being tested in the battles of earth life to always make sure that we are ready, willing, and able at all times to give our lives for the cause of Christ and for the building up of the kingdom in preparation for the establishment of Zion. To be prepared to give up our lives for the welfare of our companions and fellow adventurers is in itself a precious spiritual gift, which is directly linked to charity, which is the pure love of Christ. Charity penetrates all things through his light and power. All spiritual warriors of the tip of the spear movement belong to the fellowship of the meaningful and joyful sufferers in Christ. There are several scriptures that pertain to the fellowship of the meaningful and joyful sufferers in Christ, one of which is the following, quote, The God of all comforts, who comforteth us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to, conf- to, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. Underlined, For the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation aboundeth by Christ. And underline end quote. Second Corinthians one thirty five and thirty six. During the trials and tribulations in our own second estate, we are comforted thereby, learning how to comfort and strengthen others. These are the training grounds. The principal mission of translated beings of the last days is to accept assignments, to go out by the power of Christ into all parts of the world, to comfort those in trouble and bring them to a new home for a fresh start and another chance at further spiritual progression. Those that pertain to the fellowship of the meaningful and joyful sufferers in Christ may all someday be challenged to commit to memory one of their principal theme scriptures, which is Alma 31, 36-38. Verse 36, They were filled with the Holy Spirit. Verse 37, Taking no thought for themselves what they should eat, or where they should drink, or what they should drink, or what they should put on. Verse 38, bolded, and the Lord provided them, and the Lord provided for them that they should hunger not, neither should they thirst. Yea, and he also gave them strength that they should suffer no manner of affliction, save it were swallowed up in the joy of Christ, unbolded. They bowed their heads in humble gratitude, giving thanks to God, for granting unto them a mighty testimony of the fact that they were foreordained to one day become translated beings so that they would be empowered from on high 
serving mission after mission, fully capable of living in such a way so that any and all sufferings and afflictions were fully swallowed up in the glories and joy of Christ while yet in the flesh. So how can we apply this principle to our own lives? It actually is very simple. Dedicate your life to Christ and give no thought as to what persecutions may befall you because through Christ, your joy will be compounded exponentially. To live a life nev- to live a life in a full in full service to our Savior is to create a covenant with him. The reward of which will never deny you living in the highest degree of the celestial kingdom. At that point, it will not matter what you have gone through because while the memories of the experiences still may still exist, the pain of them will be have been completely absolved by him through the power of his atonement. As there is no greater joy than the ultimate celestial glory that awaits us, then in the spirit of Newton's third law that every action has an equal and opposite reaction, we should take every intentional joy that we can in this life to serve him in every capacity we have available to us. Of course, Newton's third law isn't exactly an appropriate idiom in this case, because once we have dedicated our lives to serving Jesus Christ in this manner, our reward will be so great that it will far outweigh the term, quote, equal and opposite, unquote.